This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnia Saleh and Hani Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, the 14th of January, 2021, and I'm very excited because number one, It is Thursday, and we are getting into our weekend. And number two, we have news and interviews for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Very interesting content coming up on Future Talk today because we're talking all about YouTube joining Twitter in banning Donald Trump and suspending his channel. I feel like Donald Trump is being fought fought away from all types of platforms. Not only platforms, but the people close to him as well. Everyone is kind of getting away from the Donald, but we're also talking about asset management sector and how they launched the Shalai car platform. Yes, indeed. Right here in the heart of Sharjah, you can go ahead and buy your very own car from Souq Al-Haraj and we're going to be telling you exactly how and how easy it is to use the application. But coming up on the show, we're also talking all about hanging pods because Skypods uh, is the topic of discussion today. And even though flying cars seemed like a far-fetched dream, hanging pods is a reality happening right here in Sharjah at the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park. Skyway Green is making its moves because we're going to be discussing what they all what they are all about with the chief executive, Mr. Oleg Zaratsky, who's going to be telling us about these Skypods. How soon will they be uh, transporting passengers across their tracks and what is in store for their company? Yes, indeed. A long-awaited interview with Mr. Salazvi. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we got all the news for you in a bit, but we're going to leave you with Hardaway. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Big news is happening right here in Sharjah because anyone living in Sharjah would know how much of a value and how part of our heritage is Souq Al-Haraj. But now the asset management sector of Sharjah's management company is launching a Sharai platform and application. So now you can go ahead and actually purchase the cars found in Souq Al-Haraj. This is a digital platform and a smart application that is providing an opportunity for both the public and the merchants to go ahead and create such a business from a very traditional piece of heritage. Yes, and this also enables merchants to reach a wide range of dealers and customers from the local, regional, and global markets. Now, this will be according to the best technical standards. Now, Mohammed bin Isa, Chief Officer, Asset Management Sector at Sharjah Asset Management, did state that they do seek to provide and launch quality, innovative projects that will build a competitive economy for the Emirate of Sharjah and also at the same time achieving high and distinguished rates of demand for its digital platforms in light of its keenness to achieve achieve and translate its strategies. Yes, indeed. Through the launch of the Sharai digital platform and smart application, we're looking at Sharjah entering a brand new phase of e-commerce. And this will definitely benefit the merchants of Souq Al-Hiraj, but also all the users of the platform itself because the applications allows all merchants to actually uh, become a part of it. Any company or individual that would like to purchase a car from Souq Al-Hiraj can go ahead and do that. 
But the best part about it is that those from inside and outside the country will be able to benefit from all the services mm-hmm. as they do plan to expand the scope of the app to also serve international buyers. Yes, it is also worth noting that the Sharjah Asset Management does also seek to provide an innovative and stimulating work environment, one which always guarantees uninterrupted services and does achieve its overall objectives and vision to boost sustainable development in the Emirate of Sharjah and in the UAE. Now, the company has so far implemented a series of protocols at the leadership and staff level. Now, moreover, monitoring the suppliers is undertaken to ensure the smooth functioning of the supply and logistics chain. Now, development in the Emirate of Sharjah and the UAE is having extraordinary circumstances and procedures at the personal and leadership levels. So now, as a user and as a person living right here in the UAE, you can definitely go ahead and check out all the cars that are being sold at Sok al-Huraj on the platform itself but also international listeners can go ahead and purchase them soon enough but as we celebrate great news happening right here in the heart of Sharjah someone worldwide in the U.S. is celebrating his banning off his of downfall. YouTube yes. yes his banning off of YouTube just like he got banned off of Twitter yes indeed now President Donald Trump U.S. President Donald Trump has been banned off of YouTube after YouTube YouTube has joined Twitter and Facebook to suspend Donald Trump's channel. Now, Donald Trump is under a lot of fire, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He has just been impeached for the second time. And this is the second time in U.S. history that a U.S. president will be impeached in his own in a, in a single term. Now, you, YouTube is suspending U.S. President Donald Trump's channel for at least one week and could be potentially even longer after his channel earned a, lo- earned a strike under the platform's policies. If you're wondering why is U.S. President Donald Trump being banned off of YouTube, well, the whole answer lies in the most recent video that he published on his channel. Um, YouTube did announce that this video has been removed, but the video was enticing violence. It was actually encouraging people to go ahead and riot against uh, U.S. President-elect Joe Biden. And YouTube did decline to share details of the video that earned Donald Trump that strike. But it did say that after the one-week timeout, they will go ahead and revisit the decision. I would not be surprised if YouTube suspended Donald Trump indefinitely mm-hmm. because Twitter did ban him first for about 24 hours and then it extended the ban indefinitely. Now, the video sharing platform YouTube did add that it will be taking extra step for disabling comments underneath videos on Trump's channel. Now, the company's policy does state that earning a second strike will result in a two-week suspension and three strikes will result in a permanent ban. Now, we're looking at YouTube addressing the Donald Trump situation as a normal user situation. Yes. You made a first mistake, strike number one. Second mistake, strike number two. Third mistake, strike number three, and you're out of there. So that's where we're looking at how YouTube is handling the Donald Trump situation. Although Facebook and Twitter are taking a different approach, and granted, they should <laughs> be taking a different approach because... Making a video, a YouTube video, does require more of a uh, effort, a team, an effort and a team. Donald Trump just can't take out his fa- camera and be <laughs> like, hey, guys, and start talking. But on Twitter and Facebook, he can just type whatever he wants and tweet whatever he wants, and he will influence the masses. Yes, indeed. He is. Uh, YouTube is actually also taking one extra step to make sure that it is preventing any damage coming out of U.S. President Donald Trump by disabling the comments that are underneath the videos on all of Trump's channel. The company's policy states that earning a second strike will result in a two-week suspension and three strikes, as you've mentioned, Hani, will result in a permanent ban. So we're looking at U.S. President Donald Trump actually 
fore- we're foreshadowing that he may be banned indefinitely. I, I don't think he'll be banned on YouTube indefinitely because he has been cornered and he mm. won't actually put anything anymore because True. we're looking that everyone has turned their backs on U.S. President Donald Trump and the first of them being his vice president, U.S. <laughs> vice president Mike Pence. Now, when you're a second-hand man, or your right-hand man uh, turns his back on you. You're in a lot of trouble. I want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Is it correct for Facebook and Twitter to ban uh, President Donald Trump? And is YouTube doing the right thing? We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we have a very special interview with a long-awaited guest. Yes, indeed. Oleg Zartaski is going to be joining us to tell us all about the future of transport that is launching right here in the heart of Sharjah. Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis. From self-driving cars to the Hyperloop, every single day we hear about new ways of transportation coming into the future for humans to get from point A to point B. But today, we're talking about a reality of the future of transport taking place right here in the heart of Sharjah. Sharjah has recently launched the UAE's first high-speed electric SkyPod network. And Skyway Green Tech's chief executive, Mr. Alex Zaratsky, is joining us today to tell us all about it. Thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Alex. You're welcome. I am welcome. <laughs> it's a pleasure having you on the show. Now, it's been a long way to interview someone from Skyway, but let's kick off the conversation by asking you, how does the Skyway pod network actually work? Actually, this is, um, first of all, um, we should talk about Unitsky Stream Technology that we are doing some rebranding now. Mm-hmm. And the Unitsky Stream Technology Company Group, it is the international group of companies that um, designs, uh, manufactures, and uh, operates the new completely innovative uh, transporting system that mm-hmm. is based on application of pre-stressed rails that mm-hmm. are going above the land and uh, completely electrical pots. Mm-hmm. So what we consider that this is the transport of the future. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a lot of people may be wondering, you know, we are talking about hanging sky pods. It's a great and a very interesting concept. But how many passengers can it hold at one time? So every unicar pod, how many people can it carry? Uh, our advantage that we have developed the whole uh, product line, actually. So we have, for example, Unibike mm-hmm. yes. that accommodates just two passengers, you know. Then we have Unicar. Exactly. <laughs> then we have Unicar, and mm-hmm. we have Unicar in VIP version for four people or in normal version for six people. And then we have Unibus that can accommodate up to 40 people. Mm. Now, can you talk to us about the interior design of every pod and what will every person riding actually experience in these type of pods? Okay, it depends. If it is just common design for mm-hmm. all, just for normal, ordinary use, I would assume that it will it will look like simple bus. Mm-hmm. So when you are inside, it's just normal transporting system with the difference that you are traveling not on the land, mm-hmm. but you are traveling in the sky. Yeah. So actually, you will get more pleasure, definitely. <laughs> and I would believe it would look amazing kind of going through that environment up, uh, suspended up in the air. Now, we do know that uh, this was under the directives and uh, the patronage of His, ex- His Highness Sheikh Dr. Sultan bin Mohammed al-Qasimi. Exactly. Actually, we would assume that Sharjah will be the happening place for our project. 
the first commercial project we are expecting in Sharjah because it is the under direct supervision of His Highness ruler of Sharjah. Yes. And uh, what we feel support from uh, Sharjah Research Technology Innovative Park uh, from personally his uh, their chairman yes. uh, Hussein Al Mahmoudi. So we feel full support from the government. And uh, the first project is on the table in uh, Dubai, in Sharjah Department of Taos, Town Planning and Survey. Mm-hmm. We are waiting for their green light for go ahead <laughs> because we have hardware, we have everything. Everything is ready. We're just waiting for that green light. Uh, Mr. Ali, can you talk to us a little bit about the experience that VIP uh, riders would get to see? So you've discussed how, you know, the common design would be that of a bus. But let's talk a little bit about those who choose to ride in the VIP unipod. Okay, consider that you you, fi- you find yourself, for example, inside Bentley car. Yeah. yeah. So Ooh. you will have all these things. You will have TV screen. You will have some I don't know uh, food no food but some uh, luxury upholstery and all these things that you will have and then you will travel in the sky and with quite high speed so Mm. our uh, passenger pods can move up to 150 kilometers Mm. per hour Wow. Plus to this, we have high-speed version of transport. Mm. This is completely different. Mm. That can travel up to 500 kilometers per hour. So we have different types of products. Now, what I've read online is that uh, the Skyway, it can be also connected to the universities in the University City of Sharjah, correct? Yes, you are completely right. And uh, again, the ball is with uh, Sharjah Department of Town Planning and Survey because uh, they have in mind something. They have in mind certain projects in Karfakan. Mm-hmm. They have in mind uh, projects in uh, inside the Sharjah city, uh, connection of airport with Sharjah, uh, connection of university with uh, uh, Sharjah yeah. city. and. Uh, the main thing that we are considering it is the cargo line, container line from Sharjah to Karfakan. Mm-hmm. And let's talk a little bit about the speed of these pods. So you mentioned that they can go up to 500 kilometers per hour at a maximum speed. What differentiates them from the speed of a cable car? Uh, because c- cable car, it doesn't have speed at all. You yes. know, what, what, what is the story? The story is that mm-hmm. in cable car, mm. the car... Uh, it stays on one place mm. relatively to the rope. Yes. So what we you can see that the rope moves. Yeah. So you cannot move the rope with speed. Let's assume even twenty or thirty kilometers per hour. Absolutely. So, but in our place, what we have, we have real pod mm. uh, vehicle that moves on the rail, on the hanging rail, mm. mm-hmm. and. The rail, uh, its special invention, it is done with the pre-stressed special steel wires. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, uh, we have steel wheels that moves on the steel wires and it is the, the lowest possible friction. That is why we have different, again, ports. One transport is completely different, what we call high-speed port. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the second, what we can offer it is just normal uh, passenger transport that can travel with 150 kilometers per hour. Mm. That is a lot for the city, yes. am I right? Yes, 100%. <laughs> and I do. I would like to believe that it would also reduce traffic in the Emirate of Sharjah as well. Of course, of course, because you know what, what, what happens mm-hmm. uh, that all cities, not only Sharjah, they are quite congested. Yes. Yeah. And as soon as there, there should be some solution that will increase uh, passenger flow without additional congestion to the traffic of course there is only one solution yeah 
and we call it that it is our project, it is our technology. Okay, Hyperloop, when it will come? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Far-fetched dream. Yeah, but our our line, you can go and you can see. Yes. True. And 100%. of course, having some hardware in the on on the spot, it gives us not only uh, opportunity to present something. It gives us opportunity to get practical tests, to get practical certification, mm. to get experience not only in uh, designing but in operating. So, this is what advantages do we have. And going back and, ta- and you talking about how you can actually see it now, when I'm ever in the Moel area or going to the University City, I, I pass by the Charger Research Technology and Innovation Park all the time, and I could see the railways being built and some of them already finished. And it does put a smile on my face to know soon enough we're going to see this technology implemented here. Of course. So the first line that is 400 meters, the first uh, operating track. Tra- uh, yeah, track, it will be ready, I hope, um, middle of February, end of February, it will be fully operational. Mm. Now it's already almost operational, just mm. little bit touch ups mm. and that's it. And because Sharjah government, they are very much interested in cargo line, mm-hmm. so we rushed into constructing uh, the cargo line. So what you see, 2,000 meters uh, truck for moving containers. Mm. Because His Highness, he dreams to see container moving like bullet through the mountain. Yes. Oh, wow. So this is what we want to show. It's going to be an amazing sight to see, hopefully. Yes, indeed. Coming up on the show, we're going to be talking all about the time that these unipods can actually save. Since, as we know, time is money. If you have any questions for Mr. Alex Zertaski, make sure you send them in at 4215 or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. You're, You're listening, listening to... to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Future Talk. This is Future Talk. With Omnia Saleh and Hany Balkis. If you're living right here in Sharjah, you must have passed by the airport road and the University City Road, and you must have seen the tracks of the hanging skypods that we are talking about today. Sharjah has recently launched the UAE's first high-speed electric skypod network, which basically puts the hyperloop aside, flying cars aside, mm. and brings the future of transport into reality. Joining us today is Skyway Green Tech's chief executive, Mr. Alec Zertaski, who's been telling us all about those units pods and how close they are to reality. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mr. Alec. Yes. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit about the track that the pods are hanging from? A lot of people have seen them. I'm, I'm, I've seen them for I've one. Se- I've seen them, yes. Annie has seen them and it's been crazy to see the transition. It feels like every week I pass by that road, I see more of the track being built. So can you talk to us a little bit about how the technology or what technology are they based upon? And is there any form of friction that pulls against the pods? Um, of course. Uh, look, actually, it's 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 not simple technology, and yeah. I would say that uh, in our headquarters that are located in Minsk in Belarus, uh, more than 600 engineers they permanently work on development of different solutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about the track structure, we have different tracks. Again, uh, we have rigid track, semi-rigid track, and flexible track. And but what it is interesting to know that each track it consists of pre-stressed steel wires mm. that enjoy themselves inside special polymer in mm. order to avoid rust. So it means that we guarantee around 100 years durability for the track. 
uh, anti-rust durability and uh, one-hour durability. So this does come in also in handy when we're talking about the harsh conditions that we have and how they can withstand the heat. And sometimes it does get a little bit rainy here in Charger. So we're looking at that. This is an all-terrain, 100 years guarantee. And this also is good because of cost-wise as well. Uh, exactly. Uh, just a couple of words about that. Uh, one of the reasons why we started here was that we wanted to adopt our technology mm-hmm. in accordance with um, high temperature, yes. local conditions. Mm-hmm. And the pod Unicar that we have now in our innovation center, uh, it completely corresponds to requirement. For example, there are special, special blowers, special mm-hmm. fans that... Uh, Cool blows down. away dust from yeah. the rail when it moves you know that is what we don't have in europe mm. and of course from our point just answering uh, your question towards the cost uh, i would assume not i would i would not assume i am sure <laughs> that we are completely that we are cheaper than any similar transport mm. Mm. in the same condition you know, mm. with this, with with our with other equals. Mm. So if we talk, for example, about the urban area, yeah, mm. um, we don't need when we do our uh, suspended uh, rail. We don't need to demolish buildings, yeah. for example. Yes, we can just do some spot construction. Mm. Uh, when we talk about, um, for example, open open area, agricultural area, we don't need allocation of land. Mm. So it means that. Uh, people can harvest uh, below mm. our line. Mm. So land is still uh, can be used by people. Now, mm-hmm. now you're talking about how cargo is becoming your main focus right now. And you guys are rushing it. Now, how much weight can the cargo pods actually carry? Uh, you know that um, the standard weight of container is 27 ton. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the port that carries container, so the line can that can carry container, it's uh, specially designed for 27 tons load. Wow, wow, that is phenomenal. And it can go one by one. Yeah. You know, one more talking about container. We, do, we don't need container terminal. Mm. So let's assume that our line comes directly to the seaport. And if you go to Jebel Ali or to Sharjah seaport, you will see huge container terminal nearby the port mm. where you have to unload container from the ship to the port. Mm. And then you will be waiting when truck will come and other things. And what is our idea that from the ship container can be placed directly to the line and then move to container terminal somewhere inland. So there you go. You're actually freeing up planned space and also cutting down the travel time. Exactly. And cutting down traffic. Now we do see a <laughs> lot of huge trucks going by the True. airport road in Sharjah as well. Exactly. And these heavy trucks, they damage road a lot. True. So when you are asking me about our cost advantage, you should keep in mind uh, annual repair of roads. Yeah. True. And especially because even though we can fight congestions by building more roads in the long term and in the bigger picture, it is a lot cheaper to invest in SkyPod networks. Uh, I will tell you more. It yeah. is much cheaper in the long run, but it is cheaper in the short run as well. Yes. Mm. For example, now uh, everybody knows that in very simple condition, the construction of asphalt road costs around $1 million per one kilometer. Mm. In the mountains, uh, for example, Sharjah, I think they announced that last year there was one uh, road that was uh, constructed in Kalba area mm-hmm. uh, around uh, 10 million dollars per one kilometer. Wow. wow. We will be cheaper. We will be 30, 40 percent cheaper. And uh, of course, 
our technology it allows saving money in a short run mm -hmm. but even more in the long run as well 100 and as well looking at it i mean i would rather have a skyway <laughs> than go and use the traditional transport that's just me <laughs> i would rather jump in these Same. type of pods and I, I it's an experience and it's brand new and it does cut down on travel time as well as you are going there's no traffic and you did tell us about the high speeds and the normal speeds that these carts can go on of course and uh, we pay a lot of attention to safety. Yes, safety mm. is important. Your, your yes. next question. <laughs> I was just going to ask about that safety aspect. Your next question. What's about safety? Because it is high. So, and it uh, is fast as well. You're talking about 500 kilometers fast. per it hour. It is fast and it, it locates us somewhere above. Yeah. And yeah. Usually people, they are a little bit worried about this. What I would say that we are much safer. First of all, uh, the normal traffic cars, they are killers. You know, 100 thousand people every year they are killed in traffic yes. accidents around the world so when we talk about um unitsky string technologies mm. about unitsky string transport then we can see that there are no crossroads mm. there are no switches and these all transport ports they are going one after another and in the same way backwards yes. mm -hmm. so it means that there is no actually uh, mm. Any chance for with. collapsing. And yeah. a certified technician is controlling the pods. Of course. Yes. It is completely automatically controlled. We use the artificial artificial intelligence yes. mm. to control pods. They see themselves. Mm. They um, follow up the distance. They follow up the necessary speed. Algorithms, programs, all of it is exactly. being implemented. And yeah. even when pod stopped somewhere high, then we have special escape system. <laughs> mm. When people can escape using special stairs that is now packed under the wow. unicar. Yeah. Amazing. So no one should worry about being stuck up there. There's always ladders that can be mm. placed all the way down. Yes, Definitely. indeed. Yeah. Now, uh, for, for me, myself, I want to know how long until we're seeing this that a normal person like you and I can just go, go into these pods. How long are we looking at? Time, estimated of a time. As, as I told that, mostly it depends on decision of Shadow uh, yes, Department of, of House Planning, uh, yeah. of Town Planning and Survey. Mm. Mm. Of course, now they're doing feasibility study. They are, we are together, we are doing alignment where we are looking for the best route. Mm -hmm. But then when um, we have the green light, mm -hmm. kick off, start then we will start immediately because Absolutely. we have everything now in the ground 100% coming up on the show we're going to be talking all about the inspiration behind these sky pods if you have any questions for Dr. Algi Zaratsky make sure you send them in at 4215 do it to Salat or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio Pulse95 this is Future Talk Future Talk Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis a long-awaited interview that we finally have done right here on Future Talk on Pulse95 with Skyway Green's Tech Chief Executive. We've had a very interesting and fun conversation right here on the show, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're tuning in towards the end, you can catch the podcast in a bit. But, ladies and gentlemen, we're not done yet. we got a couple more questions for the CEO. Yes, indeed. Sharjah has recently launched the UAE's very first high-speed electric SkyPod network that is basically creating the future of transport right here in the heart of Sharjah. Mr. Alex Zaretsky, thank you so much for joining us today. A lot of people are probably wondering, this is a great innovation, but behind every great innovation, there's a lot of sweat and tears that went into it. Can you talk to us a little bit about the inspiration behind these SkyPods? 
Um, of course, of course. Um, actually, I would say that all this, the inspiration is related to one man, great man, visionary. His name is Anatoly Yunitsky. Mm-hmm. Um, from, I think, 1950s, from his childhood, he was dreaming about entering into the space. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, until now, I think he's 72 years old, he's so much active, he's just shooting with ideas daily. Mm. Until now, he considers this Unitsky string technology as just a first step to the space. Wow. wow. <laughs> Because I presented to your radio yes. his book mm. and just read it. Because mm. non-rocket um, conquering yes. of space, this is something that is in his dream. Mm. And that is something because he was related to rocket technology long ago. And mm. by the way, um, our company, it uses uh, Dissault mm. software. Yes. Mm. You know, that is used for NASA, for yeah, yeah, Raphael yeah, yeah. fighters and other things. <laughs> so it means that Dissault software, our engineers, they use for uh, designing, for engineering. This me- It means that when you come and when you see our Unicar, it looks like an aircraft. Yeah. <laughs> so this is why I think that and this inspiration and this attitude, it came from uh, Dr. Anatoly Yunitsky. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Now, looking at it, where do you see this technology going five years in the future? Uh, or 10 years in the future? Honestly. 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 <laughs> We're all about honesty here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, we want to cover the Earth yes. with lines of Unitsky string technology lines. We want to have Trans-African line, for example, mm. Trans-Asian wow. line. We want to connect continents. And then, of course, the base of this, we want to um, come to planetary transporting system wow. that will be united. That be phenomenal. Do, do you think that it could kick off the airline industry? Uh, honestly, not. not. But okay. yes, but it will it will get a lot of chunk from railroads and from uh, car industry. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, it's interesting that you mentioned connecting planets and also connecting countries around the world because there are all I've heard there are plans that the Skypod could connect Emirates. So can you tell us a little bit about how much time uh, of or travel time would that cut? Look, uh, we ca- we have as as uh, in between cities we would strongly recommend having a high speed transport solution yeah. that can travel from 300 to 500 kilometers per hour. That means that to reach Abu Dhabi from Dubai it will take not more than half an hour. Wow. wow. Amazing. That, that, that I mean, right now we're, t- we're looking at an, looking hour, at an and a half. hour and a half, and sometimes even depends how inside you're going into Abu Dhabi. An hour and 45 minutes. So, cutting that time down to 30 minutes is going to do a lot of wonders for everyone in the UAE. Exactly, exactly. And then, of course, you know, we can connect Rasul Khaimah with Abu Dhabi, and then going back to Saudi Arabia. I understand that there is uh, Etihad yes, Railroad. Yes. Yeah, I understand this, but again. Um, from the point of speed, from a point of reaching the last mile, 
uh, we can reach some places inside the city where Itikhat Railroad we never sure. we never reach. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. I mean, yeah. I mean what the what the way you talked about the infrastructure and the way we can put these kind of stations anywhere in the city not not disturbing agriculture, not disturbing city lines or buildings as well. I'm looking at an area of so much potential that, again, going from Emirate to Emirate and even country to country exactly. is just like that easy. You know, sometimes people want to develop tourist uh, tourist destinations. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, a lot of lands, uh, they are allocated by UNESCO as historical architecture. Uh, uh, historical yeah. places, you yeah. know, you cannot dig there, you cannot True. make construction. So how to reach it? So using Unitsky string technology, you can reach all these places without disturbing archaeology and all these things there, you know. Absolutely. History. You're protecting the history and the culture. Exactly. Mr. Zaritsky, it's a great innovation and no one can deny that. But let's talk a little bit about maintenance. How often would these unicars have to be uh, undergoing maintenance and what would that maintenance consist of? Okay, of course. Um, <laughs> look, any, 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 any machine yeah. and of course the same unicar we have developed a very um, in a very uh, advanced uh, maintenance system yes that consists of control checkup it means that daily each port should be checked up before use mm-hmm. then daily maintenance so mm-hmm. after use after the working shift again there is certain technological card mm-hmm. and point by point it should be checked up then of course we have maintenance number one that will uh, come after 50,000 kilometers past and then maintenance number mm, two. Mm. So it, it's normal thing that already we Are do practically in Sharjah uh, research and innovation park. For normal transportation as well, I do True. believe maintenance, you're talking about car changing, oil changing, brakes, etc. Now, let's go and talk about the price point, for example, a ticket. What, what are you estimating a ticket to go on these Skyway pods? Now I will. T- uh, should I tell the cost? Because then you know everybody <laughs> will know profit. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let's talk about. If I, I will tell you. I range, will tell you about. Uh, no, not to go about towards the passengers. I will tell you the calculated cost of container transportation. Okay. Okay. So it is around one cent per ton per kilometer. One cent per ton per kilometer. Okay, that's a lot of math. One US cent. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. was just going to say. But still, okay, to move, let's assume 10 ton okay. for 10 kilometers, mm. it will cost you $1. Yeah. $1. That, that, that is awesome. Wow. <laughs> yeah, again, one, one ton per one kilometer. It's one, oh, yes. It is one cent. Yes. Mm. So if you move 10 ton per 10 kilometer, it is 100 cents. That True. is one, one US dollar. One, one US dollar. Now, I'm looking at, again, talking about, I'll just talk about cargo for a quick moment here. Again, shipping fees are they cost They're a lot expensive. of money. I mean, you're talking about <laughs> getting it into the onto the onto the to, to, to the truck Container. and then going for tr- petrol and things like that. And again, I think about sustainability-wise as well. Of I course. mean, it's better for the green environment and maybe even reducing the carbon footprint. Of course, it reduces because it's completely electrical. Exactly. Yeah. There is nothing. There is nothing burning. <laughs> <laughs> there is no emission. Yeah, and you're not burning your uh, pockets as well. <laughs> and talking about is again reloading. Usually in the port, the for container, the main issue it's not only reloading. Customs. Exactly. True. So it means that it it has to pass through customs through a lot of formalities. But now just imagine we take the container directly from the ship with the seal without any customs. It moves 
to let's assume Galftainer Terminal where yeah. they have already custom and all procedures are there. Absolutely. So um, amazing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I've been waiting for this interview for a long time. I'll tell you that. And and I a uh, long awaited and but you know better late than never. I'm True. I'm loving everything. Thank you so much for coming on the show and taking time out of your day to give us everything we need to know about Skyway. You are welcome and we invite you please follow us up and we will give you all information and we will hope for future cooperation with your noble radio 100% Absolutely. I'm ready <laughs> Mr. Alex Zaratowski thank you so much for joining us and for those of you who want to check out the track it's still not fully operational yet but you can see how magnificent it looks at the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park but make sure you keep Pulse95 locked and check out all of our social media channels because we will be sharing a video soon of how these unipods work Future Talk is coming to an end but we want to wish you a beautiful beautiful weekend yes. and you can catch us again later on Sunday from 2 to 3 p.m. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe and stay and keep those precautionary and preventive measures as the COVID-19 pandemic is still ongoing. Hope you guys have a great weekend. We will see you Sunday, same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.